Just a couple of boys from WA. But if you're not, that's okay. It's the Mitchell and Michael Show. Welcome, everybody, to the podcast. Uh, Thank you for downloading. Uh, We've got some UFC-themed mining theatrics in the state, which is good, which is like we're going to see some fights between some, some magnates. Like, it's a pretty big event, UFC in WA, but we were talking off air that, like, it's it's not really gotten enough love. Nah. Like, WA media should care more. Also, just in general, like in Perth, like the Chili Peppers are here on Saturday. We're Triple M. How much have you heard about it? I did. I, I heard Sue say it. <laughs> During work day, she goes, oh, these guys are playing in Perth this weekend. I'll have to get her to mention the UFC. <laughs> and then everyone will know it. Because yeah, it's Chili Peppers and Post Malone. Is it both? Yeah, Because they've been touring together. There's like a legal way to say it where it's like they're actually like... No one's the support. They're in, yeah, yeah, they're like individual. Like, oh, you go on a Post Malone out of the stadium at 7 p.m. <laughs> on Saturday. And then someone's like, no, I'm going to the Chili Peppers at 7 p.m. at Optus on Saturday. And everyone goes... I will see you there. Yeah, like it's a very one of those. Like maybe they're playing at two ends of the stage <laughs> and you can sit in the middle to hear like, oh, fall away, way, way now. <laughs> That was my remix. That's great. I love it. (laughs) We also hear about a a terrible first date on the show. And um, there's plenty of great stuff. I even keep you up to date with a new scam that you should keep your your eyes out on your letterbox. If something ends up inside, it could be fraud. What? But first, Ben Harvey. Politics. Crime. Sport. Finance. You've heard the news before, but not like this. <laughs> it's Up Early with Ben Ha-Harvey. Michael Ross. Oh, give me those headlines. In AFL news, Fremantle, Docker, uh, Fremantle Dockers will have a new captain as Nat Fife stands down. He had to resign as captain because the coach, Justin Longmire, asked him to step up this year and he got injured taking the step. <laughs> nice. Sad, but uh, <laughs> Today host, Carl Stevanovic has unleashed uh, in a savage rant on air after the RBA has issued its ninth consecutive rate hike. I think the RBA is just trying to stop Carl from being able to afford to go to Noosa. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we're doing it for you. (laughs) He can still go. Come on, Carlos. (laughs) Uh, And finally, UFC champion Islam Makachev could face fines for feeding a quokka while on Rottnest Island. The fine could be up to 300 bucks for feeding it a peanut. I think they've taken it too far when I found out they're going to lock him in a cage on the weekend. <laughs> yeah, <that's... laughs> there you go. <laughs> really, see, because I know you can't touch the quackers. You can't even feed them. No, you can't feed them. Apparently, apparently Roger Federer's been fined. Sam Kerr's been fined. Like, they they all get fined. It's like a little badge of honour. You're like, I went to Rotnest and got fined. Yeah, you get to take it home. It's like your <laughs> gift certificate. Mitch, have you ever received anything unsolicited in the mail? Not in the mail. Not in the mail. Okay. <laughs> but imagine imagine this. You go to your letterbox one morning. You mm-hmm. open it up. And there's a little something inside that is addressed to you. Okay. But it's clearly, like, not a gift. What do you mean? It's a new scam that you've got to watch out for. It's called brushing. All right. So how this works is that say you have say you've shopped with um, Amazon before. Okay. Okay. And uh, maybe you have bought a nice like uh, a towel to take to the gym. 
yep. from your uh, from like a, a sports brand that you love. Okay. That brand goes, hmm, numbers, like sales numbers are a little bit low this month. How about we send Mitchell Tinley another item? Okay. And so they will just randomly send you something you didn't order, but they will put it through Amazon as you having bought it to increase their number. So it, it's actually, it's funny because it is, it is sort of a scam, but it's actually more like fraud. Yeah, I was going to say, it's yeah. very fraudy. Yeah, so the, the law I've stepped in, but this has started popping up apparently in Australia with a woman receiving a Cartier like ring yeah. randomly in the mail that she didn't receive. Initially, people were thinking, oh, hang on, is this one of those scams where you go, I didn't order this, or you, re- as you receive it, you get a text message from yeah. a person saying, oh, sorry, can you send that back and we'll send you the refund? Yeah. And then they'll make you send the ring to like somewhere in Eastern Europe. <laughs> like That's what they thought the scam was. But no, it's the companies fudging their own numbers and also, they then will go and review, like, they'll then go and review the items that they have sent out. They can't do that as you. You can't randomly find a Mitchell Tinley review on that sports website. But someone else will post a review about the thing that was sent out. So, if anyone checks the numbers to the reviews, it is all matching up. So, is that what influence have been, influencers have been doing the whole time? Like, they actually haven't been getting free shit? Possibly not. Like, the company has just been using them as a more legitimate form of brushing, which is, like, over-inflating your numbers. Oh. But it's just, it's just weird, and apparently makes, it makes you feel very, like, sort of creeped out to randomly get items in the mail delivered to you. Like when we grab people's phones and download the podcast, and they're like, how did this get on there? And I'm like, thanks for listening. Well, mum doesn't know how to get the listener app, so I had to do it for her. Set there. Michael Ross, there yes. are some serial killers in our grocery stores. Because have you seen the price of cereal? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't eat cereal. My wife likes Which cereal. Which is wild. I don't eat it. Because you're a baby. Like, you'll have a glass of milk, you'll have a Milo. Why would I ruin the deliciousness of milk yeah. with the taste of bad wheat? You know, the other day, my sister, 32, 33, yeah. her mother, mm. uh, just had a bowl of cereal. I was like, grow up. <laughs> like, I literally thought about calling um, Child Protective Services. I don't. I'm not saying it's an age problem. It's a taste problem. I think it. I think it doesn't taste actually that great. No, I think if you're over the age of twelve, grow up. <laughs> and look, I think even the people below twelve can no longer have it. Okay? Yeah, why? Because a, they don't have any money, so they can't buy things anyway, and they have to rely on their parents to buy them. And the prices of cereal are getting out of control. Uh, do you want to know? I'll do it with my hands. Like how big, like a normal, <laughs> a normal size cereal box. Oh, that, I don't looks, know how, that was quite wide. What are you talking? Like Maybe a three hundred and seventy-five grammer. Like yes. A, so are you talking forty centimeters high, twenty-five centimeters wide? Picture that, guys. You've seen <laughs> rectangles before. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look that. How much is that for a for some cocoa pops? Cocoa pops oh. in just a regular store. Are we are we looking at are we over the six dollar mark? I will give you that. We are over the six dollar mark. Over the six dollar mark? Are we over the seven dollar mark? That's too many questions. <laughs> I'm gonna say seven bucks. Incorrect. Oh. Do you wanna know what it is? How much? Nine dollars ten. Nine dollars ten. But yeah. you could get two for seventeen. 
<laughs> That's not. Uh, <laughs> was that the deal? Yeah. It was like I. I mean, yeah. I guess it's non-perishable. Like it'll sit in the cupboard for ages. Yeah. It's like, at what point do you you move on from that? Yeah. Like, at what point are you drawing the line? Like, what do you love? <coughs> at the shops, and then are you like, eating saltada bread right now. Yeah, no, very I'm feeling dry. It. I'm feeling it. Um, no, at what? Like even online, right? Uh, Cocoa pops seven dollars twenty. Like it's abs- too much. Absurd. What's your favorite thing? And then what are you drawing the line at? So, I love a I love bread. You because lo- I love a good toasted sandwich, and bread as it currently stands, I think is two dollars sixty. The cheapest, like your you and know your store made, and you would be getting the cheap stuff. And I'm getting the cheap stuff. If we, if bread hits three dollars a loaf, I'm getting rid of bread. If it hits $3 a loaf, it's like we have to stand together there and are, say no. But it's a no to that. There are people in, like, the beginning of, like, World War One that think you're outrageous. Yeah, but there were people at the beginning of World War Two, and they're like, yes, we took wheelbarrows <laughs> to buy bread. Slam, <laughs> <laughs> Mitchell and Michael. And joining us on the line now is our good friend and dating expert, the lovely Sarah. Morning, Sarah. Good morning, and I'm not sure how I feel about experts. You that are. Sounds a bit, I'm a bit underqualified, but okay. thank you. Sarah the oversharer. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you're more qualified than us when it comes to the, the woman's perspective on dating situations. Yeah, because we both have doodles. <laughs> the woman's perspective. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, was sent, I was sent these messages by a friend who's living in South Australia, and she went on like a bit of a blind date, doesn't really know the guy. Uh, it was just, you know, rolling the dice and seeing what would happen. So mm. she, has de- she has declared this in the first sentence as the worst date on earth. Wow. Wow. All right. So she goes, within one minute of us meeting, he whipped out a vape and said, do you know what this is? <laughs> oh, yuck. And she said, oh, blah, blah, blah. he's trying to teach her. Continue. <laughs> <You're> not- <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> she said, yeah. And then he spent the majority of the next two hours trying to convince her that vapes are good because they only have three chemicals. Oh, he sounds like the kind of man that skipped smoking and went straight to vaping because he thought it was cool. And I I think Mitchell Tinley understands this guy's perspective. It was obviously a teaching moment. Let me teach you all about the three chemicals of vape. He (laughs) He then continued to tell her that it shows weakness when a man cries. <laughs> this is all in the first two hours of meeting a person. Feels like peak toxic masculinity vibes that I'm picking up a whiff of. Pig toxic. Or big toxic. <laughs> peak. <laughs> all right, it continues. The grand finale, she says. Uh, that she, When she explained to him that she has Tourette's, uh, he responded, no, you don't. I haven't seen them. You don't have them. So, <laughs> it's not like a handbag that you can just have on you and you can see it. Well, yeah, and <laughs> when you would think you would think that when someone tells you something about them, that they would that they would be the expert on said condition. Mm. So, if you would, yeah, if you were to tell a date, I've got an extra toe, and he's like, "Ah, oh, you're wearing shoes." No, you don't. <laughs> so big red flags, big red f- flags all around. She yeah. said she ran out of there as soon as they finished eating. Would you would you consider eating again with this guy? 
No, that if that was me, he'd be getting negative five stars oh. out of ten rating on Google reviews. <laughs> never coming back again, TripAdvisor. Oh, okay, what if I what, what if he sweetened the deal because he did. He did pay for dinner. So oh. first, first time he paid for it, uh, and she's very glad he did because he ate two maids. <laughs> what? <laughs> he ate two maid meals as his as his one dinner, while she ate one maid, and then he said, "Oh, I'll get it." And she said, "Damn right, you will." Jeez. <laughs> Even, yeah, the whole pretend debating who's going to pay over dinner. Um, oh, yeah. So, is this the worst date ever? Look, it sounds like it. Please send my condolences to your friend. Sarah, be honest. Have you had worse dates than that? Look, there was one date where he had a backpack on and his friend third wheeled the whole time at time zone. <laughs> I was 25. <laughs> <laughs> you were 25. This is, this is why she's the yeah. expert. You had a chauffeur. See, you, you know bad dates. Oh, definitely. Thanks, Sarah. For us, what they cover in new sport and weather, they also normally cover a bit of entertainment. Now, you have told me to finish watching. I've had radio homework last night, uh, Groundhog Day. Yes, the 90s classic with Bill Murray, the one and only. That's right, woodchuck chuckers, it's Groundhog, Groundhog Day. Day. Get up and check my hog out yep. uh, is, uh, Essentially, what I can gather so far, because I've only watched 54 minutes of it. Oh, as still of not done. Shut up, not done. Uh, as of yesterday, I only watched 54 minutes of Groundhog Day, basically, the guy watches uh, his day happen again and again and again. Um, look, yeah. um, it all started because we had some guy that had watched it every day for a year yeah. on the show. I said, I then haven't watched it. You then made me watch it. I then didn't finish it. You then made me finish it. So, last night, do you have a drum roll? Because oh, I, I, I was not impressed in the first 54 minutes. No. Okay? But my review... Of Groundhog Day, I can say... <laughs> Are you still waiting for it? Yeah, still waiting. Mate, so I tell you what, it's like Groundhog Day. Waiting I know. To get stuff ready. But, like, if one guy can watch Groundhog Day every day for a year, you can sit down and you can watch the comedy and, classic of Groundhog and Day. And look, y- yesterday, or the day before, I was not... I was not proud, you know? I was not... Um, I was not happy with the movie, all right? But I can confirm... What the hell was that? What do you mean? You fi- have you finished it? No. What was that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were referring. You got, that was a drum roll. <laughs> all right. How, all right. You're not happy with that one. How about this one? I can yeah. confirm. Nothing more because I, I didn't watch it. Do you watch it at all? No. But I. Uh, do I have to? You need to finish it. Why? You need because it's it's a comedy classic. Okay, it's it's like, it's considered one of remember, the best comedies like of, of that era. Do you remember when you told me to watch the castle? Yes, I watched the castle. Yeah, it was amazing. You were so happy, From weren't start you? Start to finish. Yeah, Dale dug a hole. Ugh, bloody Thailand. It was amazing. Great yeah. stuff. Fantastic. Groundhog Day. But you know, fifty-four minutes. How long is it? Obviously, I don't. I'm not sure if you're even halfway. Are you? 
then that's that's part of the bloody problem. No, but it's all it's all it's all about like that's two hours in the eighties. What's time. the last thing that's happened in your part of Groundhog Day? Mm, I don't know because it's the same thing every every single time. Uh, he punched Ned in the face. Yeah, great. <laughs> um, he started using his powers for evil. Like he started, has he robbed has he robbed the security guards? No, he started doing the um like the girl he likes who's the producer, which is a whole problem in itself. He's very what, a woman as a producer, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um and he starts like going like oh what's your favorite color? And then he does the thing the next day, and then he comes back and he's like oh I got you some blue flowers, and she's like oh my god I love blue. Mm. Like it's at that point. Yeah, it's good. It's good what else happens? <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to tell you because you've got to watch it. You're the one. <laughs> you're the one who put this in <sighs> that you were doing review part two, and your I, review is you haven't watched any more. Well, I hold myself accountable. <laughs> I just haven't done it yet. But in in I'll finish it with this, guys. In revision, the first fifty four minutes was a five, but after sitting on it for another day. You just have a problem that he's a bad guy. Yeah. They, oh, no, I think they, you no want, you one want is someone to like root for. Yeah, but no one is likable. Yeah. Even like real chi- life. No. Because, <laughs> like, even the chick, don't like her. Yeah, she's just kind of nice, but you don't know a lot about it because he's only known her for one day. That's the whole thing. He's only known her for one day, and that day just keeps repeating it. So All she doesn't right. know him either. All right. I'll watch. I'll watch it. I'm not going to let it go like Groundhog Day until you've finished. Mm. So you can let this run as long as you like because it's believed he was stuck in Groundhog Day for somewhere between 10 to 30 years. And I'll keep you there for that amount of time <laughs> if you don't finish. You'll be off to the UFC in Perth. I will be. Are you, are you excited? Is this your first UFC that you've attended live? Yes. Yes, oh. it is my... Uh, I'll be backstage going, how did the punch feel when it hit your face? And the guy goes, not good. And I go, thanks, <laughs> Mitch from Triple M. But there's going to be there's gonna be so many people there. Yeah. I, I can only imagine... Because for some reason, the fighting sports attract like the biggest celebrities in town. Yeah. Like, you always saw, like, the the biggest names when, like, a Tyson was fighting. And we've got Volkanovski fighting, like, oh. Australia's greatest and one of the greatest in the sport. Yep. So there's going to be so many celebs. Shall we play some bets as to who will be there? Oh, yeah. So think of, starting with WA, who do you think, from Perth, is going to show their face at UFC 284? Now, it has to be someone that is still, like... Is into the sport. Do they have to be West Australian or WAN? Uh, I was, I was thinking start with WAN. We okay. expand a little bit beyond. So just Basil. So you reckon Basil Zemplis? Uh, yeah, I, I do. I do agree. Okay, Basil Zemplis should be there. Lord Mayor and everything. Uh, Sports guy. Like some, not all, but more than you would expect. Of the 06 Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chicky. <laughs> He'll be there. A- Embers. A- Embers. Uh, Adam Hunter. I reckon Cousins will be there. Benny. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> that, yeah. That's a, good, that's a good call as yeah. well. I'm going to go someone who is West Australian, but you might not realise. Billy from Stranger Things. He's going to be there. He's going to be there, I reckon. Dacre Montgomery. That's my, that's, my, like, that's my bet. That's my long bet kind of thing. It's going to be a big payoff if it works out, but I reckon Dacre Montgomery, who plays Billy in Stranger Things, he will show his face in his hometown for UFC. I think 
Chris Hemsworth. So now, yeah, now we go bigger. Yeah. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Is, is and, he a big fan of it? And seven rows behind him, Liam Hemsworth. <laughs> and, then... and outside at the bar, because he couldn't get in, Luke Hemsworth. <laughs> <laughs> this is the greatest soap since Dove. Oh, it would have to be Days of Our Minds. That's right. Neighbours, home and away, they've been blown out of the water by this soap opera all about the mining magnates of WA. And one of the big dogs is actually going to be at uh, UFC 284. Check it out. Like sand through the articulated dumpy, so are the days of our minds. Welcome to UFC 284, live from Perth, Western Australia. Joining me for this momentous event, WA legend Andrew Twiggy Forrest. Uh, G'day, Mitch. G'day, viewers. I'm really excited to be here tonight, particularly to support one of my boys. And what was a real surprise for everyone last night, you were able to get a last-minute fight on the card. How'd you manage that, Twiggy? Well, I just uh, had a beer with old Dana White. Gave him whatever fell out of the old RM leather. <laughs> But no, I did pay him an eye-watering amount. I assume that's due to this incredible weight disparity. In the blue corner, featherweight newcomer, Petey Forrest. You must be really proud of your son. Nah, nah, he's, he's not my boy. It's just when you work at FMG, you legally have to change your name to Forrest. And in the red corner, the incredible bulk himself, Clive Palmer. Knock the prick out, Petey. Oh, try, Mr. Forrest. And joining us ringside is WA champ, the one and only Danny Green. How do you see the fight tonight, Danny? You know how I hate the coward punch? Well, I'm willing to turn a blind eye for this one. Concerning. Truly concerning. And here we go. Tune in next week for another thrilling chapter of Days of Our Minds. Oh, Danny Green, <laughs> really uh, does... really not a fan of Clive's, obviously, but we're, we're going to have to see how it all washes out. Why does everyone hate Clive so much? Well, I mean, he tried to sue our like entire state multiple yeah. times. You don't like the jab? What about this one? Oos, oos. <laughs> it's awards season. Uh, I believe uh, the Oscars on the way. Nominations galore. Everyone's excited. Leonardo DiCaprio loves an Oscar. Oh, he's going to go there. Just who's, his one. Who's he going to take? Isn't he a single man now? <laughs> no, he has a new partner. And she is, again, under 25 years old because Leonardo DiCaprio loves a little bit of a forever young. <laughs> She's 19, his current girlfriend. And he is 48 years old. Now, it's just a number. Like, you know, love knows no boundaries. But she's very young. Very. She's ridiculously young. When you actually look at like his career mm. uh, and the internet is reacting, I've uh, scooped up some of the best reactions so far uh, with people saying, if she doesn't know who framed Roger Rabbit, she's too young for you, Leo. <laughs> uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's girlfriend is so young, her high school experience was interrupted by COVID. That's actually that very actually true. true. Uh, Dane Cook, I'm dating a 23-year-old. Leonardo DiCaprio says, hold my beer. Leonardo DiCaprio's girlfriend says, I can't. <laughs> That's uh, yeah, she's not even 21. She can't legally drink in the States. Yeah. It's wild. I've even, I've even written one myself. What do you think of this? Uh, she's so young, she doesn't know about all the Oscars he didn't win. 
Yeah. Because that was like, that was the running gag through his career to finally The Revenant. And she would, she probably has no idea about it. She probably thinks he's a great actor. Yeah, that's true. She's like one for one. Not bad. It's uh, it's quite the gap. Uh, she was minus seven when uh, Titanic came out. People, I can point that one out. Really? Yes. Uh, and people are also showing off. The the big reaction seems to be other actors at forty eight years of age, to to show like how I guess really this actually says how good looking he is, because if you look at the uh, the cult classic sci fi film Cocoon, uh, Wilford Brimley was forty nine and he looks like your granddad. Like, but he's only 49 years yeah. old. So, to credit to Leo there, he's actually probably one of the best-looking people for his age. He's really starting to method act with that Catch Me If You Can movie. <laughs> and they can't. They ca- the girls can't catch him. Right. He's like, oh, 26, see you later. Times and greatest hits is you two. Beautiful day. And Mitch, uh, we're joined in the studio now by a colleague who had a beautiful day the other day. Uh, g'day, B-Tech. How's it going? Good morning, boys. How are we doing? Uh, pretty good, pretty good. Not as good as you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you have you heard B-Tech's lunch escapades? No, I have not. Okay, this is amazing. All right. So, B-Tech, you, you went out for lunch uh, a couple of days ago. Yeah. Uh, you were catching up with your dad. Uh, as you do, you know, it's a great time to catch up in your lunch break. We get nice long lunch break here. But you, my friend, <laughs> took the longest lunch break I've ever heard of. What happened? Where did you end up? Well, just went over to catch up with my dad, who I haven't actually seen for quite a few years. Yeah. And I said, oh, we'll catch up over lunch because he was heading back to where he lives currently up at Cal. And I said, yeah, we'll come over and have lunch at uh, one of the local establishments. And... Uh, Seven hours later, Why? I walk back into work. <laughs> Seven hours later. Did, did you just, did you lose track of time? Did, okay. very much lost track of time, yeah. It's one of those things where you get chatting and uh, all the memories come up and you just forget time. <laughs> just just chatting? Yeah, just chatting. No yeah. beverages? Oh, and a few beverages, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I think that also Makes adds time to the quicker, loss of time. Yeah. So um, when you got back seven hours later, was anyone in the office? No, because it was after seven at night, so <laughs> everyone had gone home. <laughs> that's like when people say I had an eight-hour nap. I'm like, no, that's a sleep. That, you like, you, was, didn't, yeah. you didn't... That's not a lunch break. That's like a... That's a change in shift. Like, you yeah. left work. You finished early. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Did you do any work when you got back? No, no. Okay, you why'd called you, it. Why'd you come back? Uh, just to grab my stuff that I left in the office. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was meant to be coming back after lunch. But So, uh, did, your, did your boss, uh, did he notice that you had been missing for the rest of the day? Uh, no, it wasn't until another friend of ours up here sent me a message saying, where are you? We haven't seen you for hours. And I said, oh, I'm just over talking... Uh, to catch up with my dad at this... Uh, How does that make you feel, that you being gone for the rest of the, fi- the five hours remaining of the workday, your boss didn't even well, that's notice? True. Well, it was after, yeah, after I got the message, I was like, oh, I better let him know where I am. So I sent him a message, and he's like, no, no, those, you know, it's important to catch up with your dad, all good. Oh, that's so, lovely. Yeah, he's quite understanding, which is good. He said, new number, who dis? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If you enjoyed the Mitchell and Michael podcast, remember to subscribe, leave a review and share with your mates.